Hello and welcome to the Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast. Each episode we give you the inside scoop on accessible travel with tips on how to travel with a disability without the stress. My name is John Fletcher and like many of you, I'm a disabled traveller who loves seeing the world from a different angle. In this episode of the Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast, I'm going to tell you all about one of my favourite cities, Paris. But first, it's been really lovely to read your comments about the podcast on our social media posts. So let's dip into the postbag. Ailsa Dick sent me a reply about our episode on the European Visa Waiver Scheme, thanking us for a helpful and concise guide to the scheme. Well, Ailsa, it was a pleasure. And just a quick update on the scheme. Since recording that episode, we now hear it has been postponed again until at least spring 2024. We've also had a lot of response to the episode where I chatted to Robin Shepherd about Bespoke Hotel's Brooklyn Hotel. Janine De Silva asked if either of the Hotel Brooklyn's have family rooms. Well, that is a good question, Janine. And the answer is, at this point, they don't. But fear not, what they do have is some interconnecting rooms to the Liberty Suites, so I hope that helps. Kevin Carter tells us he has stayed in both the Manchester and Leicester Hotel, so you sound like a bit of a fan there, and he says they are well worth a visit. I couldn't agree more. And Kevin, you will have to try the Leeds and Liverpool hotels when they open too. But I'm going to give the final word to Laura Polacco Stapleton, who tells us Hotel Brooklyn is an incredible hotel. Stayed with my husband for a week, and it's the first time in 24 years we have found a hotel that doesn't make us feel disabled. 10 out of 10. Well, I don't think I could put it better myself, Laura. Right, let's talk about Paris. Paris is probably one of the most visited cities in Europe and it is set to be even more popular in 2024 as the eyes of the world will be on it as it hosts both the Olympic and Paralympic Games. The city has long had a reputation for being one of the most romantic cities in the world as well as the centre of the fashion industry, a cultural city and a capital of fine cuisine. So there is plenty to attract the visitor and it is a city that I fell in love with personally as a teenager. And I have lost count of how many times I've visited the city. If you are arriving by air, the chances are you will be arriving in Paris Charles de Gaulle Airport. This is the main airport in Paris. It is one of the largest and busiest airports in the world. There are three terminals which are well designed for the disabled traveller and have accessible toilet facilities 
in each of the terminals. There is a PRM assistance service, but this needs to be requested at the time of booking your flight if possible, but certainly not less than 48 hours ahead of your arrival. If you're travelling to Paris by Eurostar, you can join the train at St Pancras in London where there is Eurostar Special Assistants who will be able to assist you onto the train. If you're not able to walk more than 200 metres without assistance, then you will be able to remain in your wheelchair and you will be able to travel in Standard Plus or Business Plus where the wheelchair spaces are. If you can walk more than 200 metres and board the train and transfer to your seat, you can store your foldable wheelchair in the luggage rack. There is a concessionary fare for a companion when you book and pay full fare in Standard Plus or Business Plus, and that is that you can take a companion for the price of a Standard Fare. If you travel in Standard Plus, you will enjoy a complimentary light meal. However, if you choose to travel in Business Plus, you will enjoy a complimentary three-course meal and champagne during your journey. When you get to Paris Gardenor, there is Eurostar assistance waiting to help you. If you are arriving by coach, you are likely to be arriving via Eurolines coach. Now, they do operate wheelchair accessible coaches. However, the coaches only have one wheelchair space per coach and assistance dogs are permitted to travel. Like the underground in London, the metro system presents many problems for the disabled traveller, particularly those with mobility impairment or use a wheelchair. Now, the city has an ageing metro system and 13 of the 14 lines in the system are inaccessible to wheelchair users. Only line 14 at present has any accessibility for wheelchair users. In comparison, however, public buses in the city are accessible to wheelchair users and they have an automatic ramp at the middle door and a wheelchair accessible space close by. If you're looking to explore some of the suburbs of the city, then you can take the RER trains, which are accessible, or the new trams. There is also a wheelchair accessible bus from Charles de Gaulle Airport into the city centre. Hotels in Paris, like many cities in the world, have a wide variety of styles of hotel accommodation and levels of accessibility. In general, the older, lower-starred hotels tend to be less accessible than the more modern, higher-starred hotels. There are over 500 hotels that are accessible according to parisinfo.com the Parisian Tourist Office website. Now, if you are looking for budget hotels, then F1 hotels are a good option for many disabled visitors. 
Mid-range hotels include the Hotel Ibis Paris Bastille Opera. Now, I've stayed here personally and I loved it. I think the location and the neighbourhood are really interesting. Other mid-range hotels include Campanile and Holiday Inn Express. If, however, you are looking for a touch of luxury, then you could consider Le Maurice with its Salvador Dali-designed public rooms and tales of Salvador Dali actually staying there himself, and it's accessible. Now, it is important to remember that we all have different needs from hotel accommodation, so it is always advisable to check with your travel agent or the hotel direct what facilities each hotel offers. The best way to see the city in a short space of time is to take a sightseeing tour. There are several hop-on, hop-off bus tour companies operating in the city. Probably the most well-known of these are city sightseeing and toot-toot buses. Most city sightseeing buses are wheelchair accessible with ramps and a wheelchair space on the lower deck. All Toot Toot buses have an automatic ramp and wheelchair space on the lower deck. My recommendation is do the full circuit of the tour because that is where you are able to start planning what you want to see and do. For a different way to explore the neighbourhoods of Paris, the Another Paris tours are a really good option you will easily spot these little blue tourist trains now i know these little trains may not be the most obviously accessible tour but believe me they are fully wheelchair accessible they have a ramp at the back of the train and if you book ahead and let them know they will ensure seats are removed to create a space for a wheelchair now, one of the great things about these little blue trains is that they have large panoramic windows and a glass roof, so you will get to see more than on any bus tour. The other thing I love about these little trains is that they give you a really good flavour of what the neighbourhoods are all about, because they take you off the beaten track. <laughs> Paris is one of the best cities to visit if you love dining out. Now, the city has a great choice of restaurants and bistros, from small neighbourhood cafes through to Michelin-starred fine dining establishments in the trendier parts of the city. Many of the restaurants over recent years have become more accessible to disabled diners, one of the best and accessible bistros is to be found on the sixth floor of the Printemps department store on Boulevard Houseman. But if you are looking for something a little different, then Dame Le Noir is a unique experience. You will, as the name suggests, be served in the dark and be served by blind waiters. However, if you want a table with a view, 
then 58 Tory Fell is going to be a perfect choice. The restaurant is 58 metres above the ground on the first stage of the Eiffel Tower. There is a popular restaurant, if ever there was one. So you must book early and in advance. If you are in Saint-Germain-de-Prés, there are two cafes that have a well-earned and long-established reputation as being a favourite with artists and writers. They are the Café de Majot and Café Floré. They are literally a stone's throw from each other. These cafes have been a favourite hangout of people like Picasso, Apollinaire, Simonon and many others. I particularly love visiting De Majot as the tables have little plaques telling you who likes sitting there. But more importantly, it serves the best, the richest, the thickest and most delicious hot chocolate I have ever tasted. And whilst it is very much an indulgence, it is worth every euro. If you are looking for a great meal or drink at a reasonable price, I have two tips for you that will serve you well. The first is to go off the beaten track and discover the joys of a neighbourhood cafe, bistro or restaurant that is popular with locals. If all you hear of French voices, then you know you are on to a winner. Now the second is to avoid eating and drinking at the pavement tables. These tend to be a honey trap for tourists. There is a sliding scale of prices in Parisian cafes and restaurants and bistros. Those sat at a pavement table pay more than those sat inside and the closer to the bar you sit, the cheaper it is. Those sat at the bar are paying the lowest price. One of the great things about Paris is that the main shopping streets are very accessible. For example, the Champs-Élysées is flat and there are regular crossing points. The pavement is well maintained and most of the shops on the avenue are step-free accessible, but there are a few that are not. The Champs-Élysées has a mix of stylish hotels, premium car showrooms, designer shops and entertainment venues including the world-famous Lido with its cabaret and high-kicking Bluebell Girls. Another popular shopping area is the area around the Boulevard Haussmann. One very popular store is Printemps. Another popular department store close by is the Galerie Lafayette and if you are a fan of designer fashion then Galerie Lafayette regularly hosts catwalk fashion shows. If you are given the chance to go to one of these fashion shows it is well worth doing and they will often arrange a space for you right by the catwalk. These two stores are the Parisian equivalent of Harrods and Harvey Nicks. 
They are an absolute must for anyone who is a shopaholic. If, however, you are looking for something a little bit more unique and unusual than the flower market on the Ile de la City in the shadow of the Notre Dame Cathedral in Place Louis Le Pin is an absolute delight for all the senses. It is one of those places you can just wander around for hours, but get there early for the best experience. If you like a good old rummage, then Marche au Pousse, the flea market, out in Saint-Ouen, superb, is well worth a visit. It is open Saturday, Sunday and Monday, but to get the best bargains, get there before lunch, as the afternoons get very busy. One of my favourite ways to see Paris is from the river. There is nothing more relaxing than sailing through one of the world's most famous cityscapes. The most famous of the river cruise operators is Bateau Mouche, and their boats are accessible. However, there is no accessible toilet on board, but there is on the quayside where you embark and disembark. There is a wheelchair space on the routine cruisers and dogs registered with a training charity affiliated to Assistance Dogs International are welcomed. Bateau Mouche also offers lunch and dinner cruisers, both of which are accessible to wheelchair users. The boats depart from close by Place de la Concorde. Bateau Parisienne are another river cruise company that offer accessible river cruises with step-free access and allocated wheelchair spaces. Accessible toilet facilities on shore but not on board and they also offer lunch and dinner cruises and their boats depart from the Eiffel Tower or Notre Dame. Paris has a wide variety of museums and art galleries. Some are massive, whilst others are small and intimate and cover a whole range of subjects and artistic styles. Most of the major museums and art galleries tend to be very accessible as a rule. However, some of the smaller museums are less than accessible. Possibly the most famous museum in the world, and in Paris, is the Louvre. It is one of the largest collections of art in the world, and you can access the museum by taking the central lift in the pyramid. It's nicknamed the Tube. And that will take you to the inquiry desk. Who will be able to assist you and where you can get your ticket. Now, as a disabled visitor, you are entitled to free admission for yourself and a companion. Whilst you are at the inquiry desk, there are folding chairs, wheelchairs and walking sticks that are available on free loan. 
You can also ask for a member of the staff to escort you to the gallery spaces. There are 10 spots available in the auditorium for wheelchair users if you want to attend a talk. There are also restroom facilities in the pyramid and in the galleries. For visitors with hearing impairments, there is an audio guide on a Nintendo 3DS XL, which tells you the history of the palace and its artwork. Tours are available in French Sign Language and the museum has some spaces particularly dedicated to those who have a visual impairment or have neurodiversity disorders. Across the river on the left bank is the Musée d'Orsay. It is one of the world's finest collections of 19th century art. Here you will find works from Monet, Van Gogh, Renoir, Rodin and many others. Now the museum is housed in the old railway station that was the Gare d'Orsay. Visitors with a disability can get free admission for themselves and one companion. This is a truly beautiful building, housing some of the world's most famous artworks of the 19th century. For me personally, this is a must-see museum. The museum is fully accessible and has accessible washrooms. One of the great things is that the tours are accessible to wheelchair users as well and guides are equipped with microphones that are adapted to be able to use the hearing loop. You can borrow hearing loops on a lanyard from the inquiry desk. If you are visually impaired, you can borrow an audio guide and they also have a team of volunteers that can describe and provide the visually impaired visitor with descriptions and information to access the works. To access the service, you have to request 15 days in advance. Visitors with a cognitive or neurodiverse disability may find it best to visit on a Wednesday or Friday mornings or a Thursday evening from 6.45 when it is much quieter. Crossing the river again to the right bank, you will find my personal favourite art gallery. Not just in Paris, but in the world. It is one of those hidden gems that really is well worth the time to discover. The Orangery Museum is in one corner of the Tuileries Gardens. And as its name suggests, it was once an orangery for the Louvre. Today, it houses what was once one of the world's greatest private collections of Impressionist and Post-Impressionist paintings with works from Renoir, Cezanne, Monet, Picasso and Modigliani, to name just a few. But if you take the lift to the basement and you will discover one of the world's best kept 
art secrets. Now, many art galleries around the world have small versions of Monet's water lilies. But in this basement, you will see the spectacular complete work. And I guarantee it will blow you away. The main entrance to the Orangery Museum does have steps, but there is a step-free wheelchair entrance. And once inside the gallery, it is step-free access. However, be warned, to get to the wheelchair entrance, there are both gravel and cobbles, but it is worth the effort. Paris is one of the most beautiful cities to view from any height, and the city has several great places to view the panorama from. Probably the most famous and most popular is the Eiffel Tower. You can buy time-stamped tickets up to 60 days in advance, or you can buy them on the day. To get a disability concession price ticket, you need to provide proof of disability in the form of a disability justification document. Once you arrive, you will need to join one of the guest queues and make yourself known to one of the security staff who will guide you through the security checks. If you are buying your tickets on the day, you will be guided to the fast track ticket booth and assisted to get your ticket. Once you are through the ticket purchasing and security, you take the lift to the second floor where you can get some amazing views. The lower platform of this floor is fully accessible, both inside the buffet, shops and toilets, as well as the external viewing area. To get to the first floor, you take the lift. Here you will find three pavilions housing the bistro, the store and the famous Gustav Eiffel room. In the exhibition some of the panels are written in braille and others are printed in relief. Unfortunately the top of the tower is not accessible to anyone in a wheelchair or mobility impaired. The Montparnasse Tower is the tallest building in Paris and, on a clear day, has one of the best views of Paris and beyond. The tower is a skyscraper office block in the 15th arrondissement. Its main entrance is on the Rue de la Rive and the ticket office has step-free accessibility. You then take the accessible lift to the 56th floor to get a truly magnificent view and there is an app called Magnicity to help you understand the view. The viewing area on floor 56 is called Space 56 and has full accessibility and a changing space toilet as well as catering and Wi-Fi access. If it's a sunny day, then one of the best views of Paris 
is from just outside the Sacre Coeur Basilica, up in Montmartre. Now to get there, you are probably best to take an accessible taxi. The view is stunning and afterwards, if you fancy, you could go to the artist's quarter and visit Place du Tertre, famous for its artists, and here you can get your portrait painted. However, there are cobbles and the service may be uneven. Well, I hope you have enjoyed discovering some of the accessible things to do and see on a visit to Paris. If you want to explore the world, why not check out the great deals on reallygoodtravelcompany.com. I love hearing from you, our followers, and it is great to read your comments on our social media posts. Did you know we have a really good travel guide Facebook group? I'd love you to come and join us. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, why not leave us a comment, rate and review us, and don't forget to subscribe. That way you will get the episodes as they are released. So don't forget to listen to Really Good Travel Guide podcast next week. And until then, keep on rolling. Wheelie Good Travel Guide podcast is sponsored by Wheelie Good Travel Company. At Wheelie Good Travel Company, we believe you should be able to travel with who you choose to and do the things you want to do. We believe everyone should have the right to follow their travel dreams, so we tailor-make your holiday to suit you. Check out wheeliegoodtravelcompany.com or call 0161 408 2161 now.